they gave us a good welcome to the SEC having Alabama first. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's great. It's exciting, and uh, I know everybody here will be excited to see Josh Heupel come back, uh, be back for a home game, and uh, uh, you know, with Tennessee, which is which is great. So, uh, anyhow, those those are some great games. They're exciting. They're fun, and uh, I know the whole town will be buzzing. There's Coach Stoops, who's with us in hour number one, talking about the uh, the home slate coming in, all kinds of, of storylines there. Can, Not- I, can I mention one there with Heupel that, yeah. that he said? So that season will be the 24-year anniversary of the national championship, so... It's not like 25 years or anything. Um, I'm, you can still honor it. I, and I guess that's kind of my question is, I wonder if they'll have any plans to honor Josh Heupel's first return to Norman. Yes. I would think so, man. Well. I just wonder what that looks like. Well, here was my take on it whenever I first saw that we're hosting Tennessee. Um, Heupel is a, he's a, a grumpy Coach, he he has his, his way of doing things. That's how he wants to do it. So whenever he comes to town, we in order to get him off his game, we need to, like, every time out, please direct your attention uh, to the Jumbotron or to the, the video screen. We need to have videos of him. We need to have all of his, his former teammates come out on the field and uh, – Whatever you've got to do, just make him feel the love. Present him with um, a, a game ball. Like what you do, absolutely everything. Number Please one, directs your attention to the north end zone, where 2000 national champion Josh Heupel will do kick in for chicken. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're talking. Free chance, free uh, chicken for a year for head coach Heupel if he makes it. <laughs> you you roll out all of the red carpet. Distract, distract, distract from the football game, and he's earned it, right? Oh, he's definitely earned he's it earned for it. sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, and, and I think everyone around here is um, ready and willing to give him the the ovation that he that he deserves. Yeah, I totally agree. At so, least I think that that's that's what that's the situation. I guess I could be at least wrong on that. Pre-game, pre-game, they'll be uh, be ready to. But do yeah, all that. like I. I just surround the entire game with memories of Josh Heupel because it's hard to, especially with a guy like him, what you're, yeah. what you're saying, it's hard to honor a coach in game like that. We should do – have you ever seen – I think it's maybe in uh, China whenever they, like, flip over those things in the crowd and it has, like, a big picture of their their leader. Oh, yeah, I, I've seen that happen at certain games. In the, in the, it's, it's not as frequent, but yeah, of course. We need to flip over. They have them all laid out to where it's like his picture in the Batman get up. <laughs> the, the Halloween outfit? Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 I'm sure he would love that yeah. photo to go away, but that'd be amazing. Okay, I think, well, you can, then do it with uh, him, you know, on the shoulders after the national. I think we yeah. need to honor him by letting you and a couple other former players take him out to CC's Friday night before Hey-o. the game. Yeah, just like old times. Little furs, uh, all you can eat. Yeah, but little buffet action. Yeah, take him out to furs or CC's, all you can eat the night before the game. We may not see him on the sidelines. Did he wins a year of chicken, a free chicken after he 
nails the twenty yarder, however long it is for the kicking for chicken. Kicking. Yeah. For no, chicken. I, I would. I uh, I thought that they'll they'll do something for Josh Heupel. It's just yeah. what exactly is that? All of is it. that going to look like? You do all of it. It's been twenty four years since you've won a national championship. He was the quarterback. He, I know. Fresh on the minds are the games late in 14, but he also was offensive coordinator through some good times, some good teams with some good results. Um, so, yeah, I, he's he's earned whatever it is that like, the best ovation, the best welcome that you can give. Uh, text line has some ideas. How about a oh. Heisman runner-up statue park around the football stadium, as well as a Butkus and other defensive award winner park? So we'll just have parks everywhere. I like that. We'll unveil the Heisman runner-up statue. He'll be the first to get the Heisman runner-up statue. That'd it's, be nice. It's the shoulda park. Shoulda won the Heisman. Shoulda won the Butkus. Shoulda won the Outland. Shoulda won the championship, right? You can even have uh, – Recognize some teams in there that should have won. So, who is yeah. the uh, if if you could only pick one former player to be active in something for that game, would it be Torrance Marshall? Going out to the he can't go out to the coin. Well, I guess he could go out to the coin toss. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, like which former player yeah. in 2000 would make the most sense? Torrance Marshall would have a very strong case because of what happened at the coin toss at the Orange Bowl. Right. Um. That's a good question. I'm not sure. I mean, Seth Luttrell now, would may you, be on staff like he is now. Would you uh, now? Is this like a like directly for Heupel? Yeah, yeah. Like you, you well, use his a roommate former, was Josh Norman. You use, use a former player to help help honor him somehow. Okay, yeah. Josh Norman's a major part of that offense that year. Yeah. A part roommate. of the staff right now. Roommate. It sounds like they're still pretty close with with one another as well. Okay. Yeah. Um. I probably probably throw that out there. I think uh, I think there's a, a pretty good group of guys that still go out there. I think Hambone and some of those guys go to Tennessee and, and watch them play. Um, every well, I now think and then. I saw a picture of old Hambone at the Tennessee LSU game. I think it was last year, yeah. decked out in Tennessee stuff. When Tennessee put a hurting on LSU in Death Valley. Yeah, yeah. I I think you you bring them all out, all of his old teammates. Anything, whatever you can do. Like, number one, it's cool, but number two, distraction, right? <laughs> Someone said Torrance Marshall is the junior captain of the game. God, that's so funny. Oh, that, uh, I just don't even <laughs> – don't even like, – Holding hands with, like, the referees as he walks yeah, out there. Don't even say anything to anyone and just have them announce it. Junior captain of the game. That's great. Oh, awesome text. All right, yeah. quick timeout. Oh, no, we're, we're oh. way early here. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, when you said CC's, my mind went to sugar, said Ardmore <laughs> sooner. Well, that too. Uh, Brent from Jinx should have taken over as head coach versus Muleshoe if we could only go back in time. Um, then, okay, Jay and Tulsa, quit making fun of physique on the text <laughs> line, all right? Jeez. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, it's got now, the perfect I, coaching physique. Several months out, I just – I uh, I would think and I would hope that they would do something uh, very cool for that game. And, I, and I'm they guessing will. that they're going to. They will, 100%. Uh, Saban is grumpy once again. We'll get to that later in the show. It's like, well, Vegas said that we were favored against everyone. That means we should have been in the playoff. Well, hey, right. Nick, Texas would be in the playoff every single year if we base things off of betting lines. <laughs> like, don't give me that crap excuse. 
But another big headline is what uh, Maryland head coach Mike Loxley said. Huh. Um, basically, he says that facilities right now are kind of irrelevant. Yeah. Quote, unfortunately, we moved in at a time when facilities have been de-emphasized in a recruit's mind because they get dressed in the trash can for $25,000. That's right. That's a fascinating quote right there. It's exactly right. I, my, my example is a while ago in the NFL, things have changed for the most part now. Not for everyone, but for the most part. I... Tampa Bay had won a Super Bowl. When did they win it in the early 2000s? 2002, when they beat the, who they beat the Raiders and Rich yeah. Gannon, right? Yeah. Um, they had won a Super Bowl. You know, they had, they had you know, obviously incredible defense. Like, they, they were doing some great things in the early 2000s, Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay Bucks were. But their facilities was an outside practice field and a bunch of like mobile homes stacked together. Not like nice ones like OU had. Like that was their facility. And they could still get free agents. Like no one it's like, okay, it doesn't matter. Nice facilities are are, are cool and all, but everyone cares about getting paid. Everyone cares about and getting being paid. On a good team. Being on a good team. That's it. Facilities. It's nice if all things are equal. But now that all things aren't equal, you know, and, and cash is, is king, so to speak, with NIL, yeah, I totally agree. I think. So what, what does this do to the arms race? Does it kill the arms race? Will the arms race still be a thing? Like, we'll st- I mean, facilities okay. will still be an emphasis, but how much? Well, let me, let me ask you the question. Let's say, let's say you, you are – You're Kentucky, okay? You're on a nice little run. Urban um, horse racing and football, okay. You've got, you've got facilities that, and I don't know what their facilities are, so th- just throw that out. Kentucky's the situation. You're, you're at a position now where you, you've worked your way up to, to being a respectable football program in the SEC, right? Um, I come to you, you're the head coach, and I say we're, we've, we're putting a big – a donation push together. We want to raise X amount of millions of dollars to either put it into facility upgrades or we want our don- uh, donors to put it into NIL for players. What would you choose? I'd probably say let's go to NIL. We'll create more wins that way immediately, and then the rest of the money, if we want facilities, will come down the line yeah. once we start winning more. Yeah. I mean, that's the point is, you know, for Alabama, for um, Ohio State, for these, these massive schools that create huge amounts of money, that have tons of donors, it's not a big deal for them. They can do both. But – the middle tier schools who don't have the nearly as big of a donor base, like you kind of got to choose. Sure. Like, what do you want? What do you want? You want to go NIL and try and go that way to get players in, or you want to go facilities? And I, I'm the cash in the player's pocket will win every single time. Yeah. And it's a faster way to build up your roster, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But, you know, like for Oklahoma, we're not. 
we're not in a position to make that choice. We are, you know, we're trying to compete at the very, very top. You've got to check every single box, you know. It's just a very. That's one of the more revealing quotes about. I, I think it is. I think it's one of the more revealing quotes about NIL and the current state of college football. That for a lot of schools, facilities like, eh, like used to be important, used to try and keep up, not so much anymore. Yeah. Kind of, kind of flipped. Yeah. Flipped in a year's time. It's wild, um, and it's going to continue to to have a massive separation between the haves and the have-nots. I mean, there already has been, but, you know, we found a way to make things somewhat like, doable with, you know, the big TV contracts and, and the, you know, conference payouts, like schools like Kansas and schools like Tech that, you know, otherwise can't – and I don't know, maybe Tech generates a lot of money. I'm just throwing schools out there that don't have the avenues of some of your bigger programs that have a ton of tradition and a ton of fans. Uh, you've been able to somewhat keep it close with those those big payouts, but now it's, it's a clear separation of powers. So what are you saying, that uh, the T-Boom Pickens, the donation that rolled in today for OSU, which he passed away in 2019 – they just received a $120 million gift, uh, 63.7 for student scholarships, $25 million to the OSU Human Performance Innovation Complex. You just, you just think they're saying, oh, let's just Ooh. take it to NIL, $120 million. That's crazy, isn't it? $650 million is what uh, he's donated total to Oklahoma Dang. State. $650 million. That's wild. And, you know, the crazy part is, you know, 20 years ago – or whenever it was he made his first, I, I, and I don't know if it was his first, but whenever they made that real big push to fix all their facilities and really do all of that up, I mean, it's a good thing they did it then because it would cost way more to do what all they did now. It's they're, They built it at the right time. But that's, hey, that's crazy. And, you know, there's a lot of schools out there that don't have a huge donor base, but they've got one, two – a handful of people that that fund big time projects. Look at my, Miami. Yep. You know, and there's there's plenty of others out there. So it was wild. T Boone Pickens has meant a lot for Oklahoma State and Oklahoma State athletics. Man, hundred twenty five more million dollars. I got to tell you though, it every like sixty five million to fund scholarships. I still don't understand that. I. If, and I know that it, it 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 costs money, but I just can't wrap my head around. Just let them go there for free. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like you got to fund it, and so I know you're you saying gotta, you're saying put the money elsewhere, and just say the money that you were going to use on the scholarships, I'll just come for free. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Reallocate it to the football program. Yes. Yeah. There you go. I mean. You get your you get your scholarship check for room and board. Maybe that's and, what they'll do. And maybe, books maybe and all that stuff. But I mean, should you really have to sit and like pay to for the class thing? Just sign them up for the class anyways. I don't know. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number two rolls on next. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. At Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman, we're feeling good. 
How good? Jumping into summer savings good. And the hottest selection in town good. Plus, it's Ram season, so we're giving you $13,500 off MSRP on the 2023 Ram 1500 Bighorn and $7,500 off 2023 Ram 2500s with four-wheel drive. So feel good and shop Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman and LandersCDJRNorman.com. WAC, CD for details. With custom signs and graphics from Fast Signs, you can say anything. Invite the world to discover that thing that makes your business unmistakably yours. Make your statement in lights or metal on a van across the windows. Make it unforgettable. Together, anything is possible. Bright ideas, brilliantly executed, can turn the mundane into the marvelous. Transforming your space begins at our place. Power your business visibility and make your statement with Fast Signs. Call Fast Signs of Norman, 405-701-2890. We interrupt this call to bring you a special message. The Big New Yorker is back. Say hello to six extra large slices, big enough to hold more cheese on a crispy, fluffy crust that you've got to fold just to eat. I mean, you don't have to fold it, just a suggestion. Pizza Hut is the preferred pizza of the Oklahoma Sooners. Order online now at PizzaHut.com. And remember, no one out pizzas the hut. Kickstart your summer fun the right way at Riverwind. With the best music and food truck festival around, Beats and Bites. Celebrate America with Mark Chestnut, Shenandoah, and Tracy Bird. Enjoy your favorite food trucks and fireworks on July 8th. Get your tickets online or at the box office for only $10. The spring and summer months are a great time for you and your family to spend quality time together. And right now is the perfect time to join the Trails Golf Club. The Trails Golf Club in Norman offers an 18-hole championship golf course, a swimming pool, numerous fun family events throughout the year, a fully stocked pro shop, and dining at the grill in the clubhouse. There has never been a better time for you to come discover the trails. Call Zane today and learn more at 364-3790 or visit trailsgolf.com. Schumacher Law Group, when experience matters. Tracy Schumacher is a former prosecutor and former district judge. Whether it's a probate challenge, criminal charges, or contentious divorce proceedings, experience matters. The attorneys at Schumacher Law Group provide compassionate, knowledgeable advice, all while fighting for your best interests. Find Schumacher Law Group online at lawgroupok.com or call 405-701-1882. Hometown lawyers ready to fight for you when experience matters. Did you know that you and your family could be at an increased risk of lead poisoning if your home was built before 1978? Lead poisoning is undetectable, but can be deadly if it remains untreated. The only way to know is to get tested. For more information, visit our website at ok.gov health and search childhood lead poisoning. Lead poisoning is preventable. Dreaming of your own backyard oasis? Be the envy of your neighborhood and let Signature Custom Pools help you create the perfect poolside paradise. Their professional design expertise can transport you into your own mystic falls, suburban sanctuary, or Mediterranean retreat. Settle into an endless vacation, entertain your family, friends, and get the signature touch with Signature Custom Pools. Call them for a free consultation at 405-898-9098 or visit them online at SignatureCustomPools.com today. 
It is the rush on the ref. We're inside the Buffalo Wild Wings studios. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, Knippel Myers, Chevrolet. Text line 405-651-3439. From the 469, as an incentive, Texas is giving championship points to donors for donating to their collective. Do you like the idea? I did see this earlier today. I guess basically, like the points that you get, correct me if I'm wrong, text line, but I think the, the basis is, like the points that you get for buying season tickets and scanning your tickets, you can get more of those if you donate to their collective. I think that's how this works. And they're thinking it's going to cause people to donate more to the program. Well, I'm sure it will, but I think – I don't know all of these rules, but I f- think there's some legality issues at play there. But I'm not Such as. exactly sure. I I don't think you can. And again, I'm just this is this is not legal advice. I'm I I just I feel like I was told at some point that especially for the for the the tax incentive, which has has been struck down, but that you can't give a. Um, you can't reward. There's no incentives for right. donating. Gotcha. But I maybe that was just the. I'm sure they found a loophole with the points yeah. because they have. Uh, maybe these that was new, just the charity part of it. There's the, these new NIO rules that Texas has, and I I, I don't know. Yeah. That's I don't know. I'm sure they figured a, a way around it. Maybe they did, and if they did, yeah. I, if if you can incentivize donating to NIL, yeah. Uh, five eight zero after the month of July. Do you think OU could end up in the top five of recruiting? Um, no, I do not think they could end up in the top five. Currently, they are ranked forty seven on twenty four seven Sports. I mean, they could. I mean, if if you got everyone that's on your list to commit yeah. in July, because Georgia's got an incredible class. Michigan and Ohio State have incredible classes. Notre Dame has a real – I mean, they're just so – and I well, don't want to say thing, so though. far behind because they just have so many things to come, but that's I, – I don't I don't think that that If you happen. got – I mean, this is a big if, but the question wasn't do I, do I think it's going to happen, it's could it. If Lanary committed, David Stone committed, and um, – Who's the the number one running back in the country? The Tatum kid committed. I, you'd be in a you'd be in a pretty good spot. You'd be in a great spot, but I don't think you'd be in the top five. You know, you don't. If all three of those guys were to commit in the month of July. No, uh, uh-uh. no. I mean, you got six commits right now, and some of these schools have like 17, 18. Yeah, I guess up the there. numbers. It's are... just kind of a numbers game right now. Right, right, right. I, if they were, you know, somewhere. Around 15 or so, yeah, that could be the case, but they're just so far back right now in terms of just commits. I just – I see what you're I, saying. I don't, I don't think that that would happen. Yeah, okay. Uh, Ohio Center, will the 2024 class have a better composite score than 2023, even if they aren't top five? Um, well, I, I think everything hinges on getting your elite defensive line targets. If the answer to that is yes, with Winery, with Stone – with Nigel Smith and maybe a Dominic McKinley, someone like uh, yeah, I, I think it could be, but you're really gonna have to, you're gonna have to start knocking it out of the park from here on out. Yeah, they were uh, 289 
last year. And wasn't that the highest that they've ever yeah. had in the, like the since they've been and, keeping and just, track of it? Like, there, there's going to be recruiting rankings updates. So even the guys that you have committed right now, their Constantly, numbers are going yeah. to change. So I think it's possible, but you're just you're really going to have to hit it big on the defensive line. Which yeah. have you? Um, have you gotten any impression from the staff about how they feel about things with the D-line class? They feel good about it or I haven't. I mean, everything that I've I've continued to hear is that they feel good about it. They're in a good spot with all the guys they need to be in a good spot with. Here's their problem. Um whether you like it or not, these top guys it's probably going to come down to NIL. Sure. And I'm not I'm not suggesting that they have to have the best NIL offer, but they're going to have to be like in the ballpark. And the ballpark for those top defensive line targets, especially at that position, man. I mean, there's just really so high. few of those elite defensive line guys that they may get I'm sure quarterbacks probably get top dollar. But right next to that is or the defensive lineman because everybody right. wants them. Yeah, it's not enough to go around. So I don't know. I here's the thing, man. And we talked about this last week when you were gone. Um, I we we better make some massive jumps in nil quickly. Or our our hopes of competing for for championships are we're just not going to be able to do it. You think they're that far behind with NIL? I don't think they're that far behind now, but I it, it's it's getting to that point, you know. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that, um, and I don't know if I've heard anything you know differently, but Sports Business Journal. Which, who knows how much they're aware of what's going on with NIL. They had a graphic out yesterday that says NIL power players, collectives and donors. So, whatever power players mean, I, I, I guess that's the who's spending the most, who has the most, I don't yeah. really know. But they had a handful of collectives in college football that are the power players. The 12th Man Fund, A&M, Classic City Collective, Georgia, and then the Crimson and Cream Collective, Oklahoma. Emphatically incorrect. Along with what Oregon has, Miami has, KU has, Tennessee has, Virginia Tech has, and Michigan has. No. OU3? Well, I don't know if these were listed necessarily in order. I think their alphabetical order is what it was. But regardless of what the order it's in, this is basically saying 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Crimson and Cream Collective is at least in the top nine of power players of collectives that are out there. Again, whatever that means. Think about this. How long has NIL really been going? What, legally or <laughs> well, illegally? Legally. I don't know. What, two, three years now? Is it? So Radler signed like the first deal here. Yeah, he, he signed the first ever legal autograph um, at like an autograph show. So, so that's that, 2020, right? Or going into the 21 season. Going into the 21 season. So we've really only had it two seasons. 21 and 22. So, and the 21 season, just a a very small amount of guys. So, the 22 season is really the first time that you've had, you know, a, 
a decent amount of guys that have some type of NIL. So the way that most of these things, I believe, are structured are like monthly payouts, right? So right now we've got a handful of guys that are on the monthly pay, payout deal, right? We've got a handful of guys from 22. Then we've got our recruiting class from 23, which I'm sure had – you know, some some nice NIL stuff on it. Well, we're two classes in. In two more years, you're going to have an entire roster full of guys, if you continue to recruit high, that have NIL contract guarantees where you've got monthly payments going out. You know what sure, I'm saying? It's not going the other way anytime soon. That's so, sure. like... It, the obligations that you're going to create moving forward, if you want to recruit in the top five, are going to skyrocket. Okay? So, and we just don't currently have the funds to be able to keep up with that. Just, we're not there. And, you know, we can, we can stay... At the current rate, which hopefully it ramps up soon, but at the current rate, we're just we're just not keeping pace with the top schools. You know? And you know, there's some philosophy stuff there also with Venables, you know. But as the as the NIO collectives grow and grow and grow and it becomes more and more ingrained in, in the college football like culture and what high school kids coming up expect. That'll be an expectation now. Yeah, I mean, just a couple of years ago, it was just kind of, oh, I don't know how so much we'll I can get. Happens. And maybe there's still a little bit of that, but as we move forward here, it's going to be like the market's kind of been set now because everyone knows, I'm sure, what mm-hmm. other players at their position in past recruiting classes well, have gotten. The market's going to be kind of set now moving forward. Well, that's the thing. is like if you're a sophomore kid in high school and you watch – your buddy that's on your team, uh, you know, top player, sign a huge NIL deal and go, you know, wherever, like, it's like, okay, that's what I'm going to do, right? It just, whenever you see the people in front of you do it, it's, so like, we, we're going to have to, well, it does, it, it does make it even more interesting. You, you mentioned the philosophy thing with Britt Venables, and I don't think that, at least I don't think that he's anti NIL. It sounds to me like he's anti. If your first priority is NIL, then he's kind of anti that. Is that is that fair? Yeah, I, I think his he doesn't want that to be the first priority. He wants you to 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 want to be there and to find a fit to where you're not just you're not just showing up there for the money. Like he wants you to feel like this is where you're meant to be. It feels like family. You get you have a great feeling with the coaching staff. You love the facilities. You love you know, the teammates, you love the philosophy and culture behind the program. And then, yeah, NIL will make it right. And then, you know, the other part of that is also locker room stuff, right? The, you don't want to create these these big discrepancies between everyone in the locker room. But here's the thing, man. D-line and quarterbacks, dude. Man. In, in three years, all of the top guys are going to have them anyways. Yeah. So it's not just going to be three or four guys on roster. It's going to be all of your starters and backups and highly recruited guys that didn't develop. And 
it's going to end up being any, everyone. It's the amount of money we're talking about is going to be huge. So just kind of keep that in mind. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll hit some things that caught my eye next. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. At Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman, we're feeling good. How good? Jumping into summer savings good. And the hottest selection in town good. Plus, here because of the doctors who came before, their blood, their sweat, their tears, the knowledge accumulated and shared, you know, with everyone else around the world. This is how we help kids beat cancer all over. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. What caught Teddy's eye brought to you by Yala Gosney Law. When you call a law firm, do you want to actually talk to a lawyer at WIG? Communication is a priority. Yala Gosney Law, 405-800-8080. That's 405-800-8080. Real quick, TCU, the score just uh, went final. TCU beats ORU 6-1. to ORU eliminated. Boom. Okay. Story number one is... ORU uh, gets eliminated by TCU. That's story number that one. That's story number one. Yeah. Now, did you see the end of the game? Let me ask you something. Okay. ORU has the bases loaded, bottom of the ninth. There's two outs, full count. Counts 3-2. Okay. Take the final strike to end the game. Yeah, no real excuse for that. So... That's what happened. Final take of the game, final of the season right there. That's it. Taking strike three with the bases loaded. I mean He's he's not gonna walk in a run. He's he's gassing you up right down the pipe, right? Trying to blow it by you or or throw yeah, something. Yeah, he's not gonna bring the tying run to the plate in that circumstance. Like even if you even if you leave one over the plate and it leaves the yard, well that's unfortunate and the momentum shifts, but it's still six to five at that point. Right. And now the tying run comes to the plate. Last thing you want to do. Yeah, absolutely. You're getting a fastball in that spot. I don't I mean That's how the game ended. I know I the was pitch before shocked. was an off speed in the dirt. Mm-hmm. I think it was the, the pitch before, but you can't you can't take it. I mean it, it, it dude, anytime with two strikes, it's anything close, man. Right. Anything close. But with the season on the line, it's definitely anything close in that spot. I was shocked by that, and I, I, I don't know. Maybe some, maybe it froze him. I don't know, but I, he looked like he had just decided he wasn't swinging. Hard to at get it. froze on a fastball on a three-two count with yeah. bases. I mean, it's kind of what you kind of need to be looking for. Right. Um, that was wild. Okay. The only other one I've got. Submarine has disappeared. Yeah. After taking some guys down. To uh, I guess view the the Titanic, two hundred fifty thousand dollars a seat. I guess supposedly that's I'm, I don't know that's what they advertise that for. I don't know if that's actually what is paid. This is one of those things that I don't understand. Um, like they searched ten thousand square miles for it so far. Well, don't you just like? I have a hard time thinking that the submarine veered that far off course and they're just trucking along at the bottom, right? I don't know. Uh, do you have any theories as to what's going on? It's probably, unfortunately, at the uh, bottom of the sea floor right now, I would guess. I mean, I, I was reading on it earlier today. There's just like so many things that could go or that could go wrong, especially when you're talking about that much pressure, mm-hmm. um, like because they were going to view the, the Titanic wreck. Yeah, and like here's the thing: like two hundred and fifty thousand. 
if you if you have that money, I, I guess spend it how you want. But I was viewing like you could. It's this luxurious submarine. Yeah. And it's got it's got a stewardess area. on there. Yeah, it's got viewing areas everywhere, and you're sipping champagne while you're staring at the Titanic. You watch it in 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 uh, in a, flight movie it's on the like way a down. Small coffin where they pile in five people, and you have to watch a computer screen to view what's going on out there. Oh, and, it doesn't even have windows. No, they're watching like a TV computer screen. Well, they're all piled in there, apparently. And the whole thing is uh, controlled by what looks like a PlayStation controller. Right. I saw For $250, that. $250,000, it was like, man, I thought this would be a little bit nicer, but I guess not. Just stick a, a camera down there and view it from your own living room if you're just going to watch it on TV. I'm sorry. I had no idea there was no... Yeah, they're like watching on a television down there. A couple of things. Number one. Um, if I was going to, like, it seems really easy to scam some people. Hey, we're going to go down. There's cameras on there. You just, you know, you toss them around in the water a little bit, shake them up. They're in a damn barrel. They can't see anything. And on the computer screen, like before they get in, you slide the DVD in there. The opening credits of Titanic. Yes. Yeah. Like if it's. The equivalent of a barrel that you're going over Niagara Falls in, like you just shake them up and give them a good ride, make them feel like they're way down there, scare them a little bit, act like you lost communication, and then, you know, you're three feet under the water, they just pull you back up. My other thought is this. If there is ever a way to um, kidnap a bunch of billionaires and get a whole lot of money... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> They're being held <laughs> ransom right now. Yeah, this is uh, you convince them to get into a trash can in and eight, you just load them years, onto another in boat. In eight years, there's a Netflix documentary about the disappearance of this submarine and those people. Like there was the yeah. uh, the uh, what 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 flight was that? The, oh, the Malaysian. In- yeah, yes. The- yeah. Wild Netflix documentary. In case you haven't seen it, by the way. Well, there. We don't know what happened, but there was a tuna vessel uh, close that could have netted them and brought them up. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was just a, a weird situation. Yeah, conspiracy theorists will probably have a lot of fun with this if they uh, they never recover the sub. That'll be interesting. Uh, all right, I got several. First, um, live MLB game, again for me, on Friday night. I did uh, Braves and Royals a couple mm-hmm. of months ago and then went to Fenway Friday. And I'm just telling you, man, I know a lot of people were hesitant and nervous about the new MLB uh, pitch clock rules. Oh, yeah. I, a- another A-plus for me. Really? I, I just think it – the, the flow and the pace of the game. Um, if you're going to a Major League Baseball game later on this summer, I, 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 th- I think it's fantastic, man. Big, big fan of it. Yeah. Big fan of it. Well, at least this time you didn't have 15 beers before the game started uh, uh, during I the rain delay. I wouldn't say it didn't take me a rain <laughs> delay to have that many this time, this time around. Nice. I, I, would not, I would not say that that's uh, what happened. Uh, speaking of beer, John Taffer, you ever watch um, Bar Rescue? On Sunday mornings? No. Maybe Saturday evening? Basically, John Taffer, it's a TV show where bars are failing. He goes in and redesigns them and redoes the concept and mm-hmm. saves the bar, essentially. Um, he is not sold that Bud Light will ever bounce back again. He said they slap customers in the face. How could they? And he thinks that, yeah, Bud Light's never going to recover from this. I'll just tell you right now, and I know that Modelo... Um, took over last week as the number one selling beer. But 
They said like their sales are down like 27, 28%. They're insane. I have not seen anyone with a Bud Light at all since that whole situation went down. There's no way they're only down 30%. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. It's got to be way worse than what they're letting on. Danny Cannell is trolling once again. Go figure. I, th- I guess that's what he does in his spare yeah. time. LSU broke the uh, Jello shot record uh, yeah. last night, and then he says earlier today, LSU's Jello shot record is a sham. You can't have one dude buy in bulk. Fans need to actually partake. Typical SEC move to hype this thing up. I, I, ag- I agree with that. Now, I don't care, but I mean, if it's really a competition, uh, you drink what you buy, in my opinion, right? So, I mean, there's something there. He's on to something, but too bad. They're just going to continue to uh, up the ante, have people buy bigger and bigger uh, chunks of uh, Jello shots. But he's on to something there. Uh, okay, so Josh Pate, who we hear on the show frequently um, with audio clips at the top of the hour, yeah. to which you always say, who is that? Right after it plays. <laughs> Buddy, he had a take on Texas A&M. Uh-oh. He said, quote, we are setting up for one of the great face turns in the history of college football. He Ooh. believes Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M could quickly get back on track this fall. Which I say really? get back on track. I didn't know that they were ever on track at Texas A&M. He's saying 7-5 okay. and five then, huh? Yeah. We are setting up for one of the great face turns in the history of college football. Huh. Okay. That's it? He doesn't... He gives no data. Uh, he gives you know, nothing. The, the the roster that they have there, Jimbo Fisher and his history, just some um, some examples of that of what you could imagine. Yeah, he thinks uh, Texas A and M ain't stepping down. Texas A and M stepping up. Well, you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, and I'm not saying Pate is is wrong on this, but I am. I haven't they had a good roster the whole time he's been there. Yeah, well, I mean, they had the number one recruiting class two years ago, but yeah. Well, they had the number one recruiting class, but they didn't. The other years, it's not like they had oh, the no. 90th. Um, it was Kevin Sumlin was recruiting at a very high level when he was there. Yes. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, the. it's not like in a sea of horrible recruiting classes, they finally had one good one. That's not how it's been. I mean, they've had they've had a, a a lot of good recruiting classes. They've had a good roster. They've had good offensive linemen, defensive linemen, skill position guys. Quarterback has been an issue. Yeah. Uh, last one I have. We'll get through this one quickly. DK Metcalf played at Ole Miss. Yeah. His uh, head coach at uh, Ole Miss at the time was Hugh Freeze. I, right. I believe for a short time. Hugh Freeze is now at Auburn. Mm-hmm. Auburn and Ole Miss are SEC rivals. Auburn had a big recruiting weekend with a five star wide receiver. And basically, DK Metcalf, an Ole Miss alum, helped his ex-head coach Hugh Freeze recruit the five-star wide receiver via a FaceTime call. Wow! Even though the head coach is now at Auburn, what do you think? How did he pull that off? Uh, I guess he texted DK Metcalf and he says, "Hey, will you FaceTime a five-star wide receiver that we have on campus?" I know, well, yeah, but that's still a pretty big, huh? Wow. Okay. What if the Ole Miss fans are mad? I'm sure. They got to be. 
But that's kind of it, you know. I mean, when you go play for a guy and he's somewhat responsible for where you are if you've made it to the league, he'll FaceTime a guy for him. It's a hard hard to say no to stuff like well, that. Text you know? line says if Baker ever does that for USC, they're done. How do you know he's not already? D-U-N. Don't, don't, even, don't even tease. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. All right, quick time out. More from The Rush coming up. Stay tuned. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. At Lander Chevy Norman, we're feeling good. How good? Jumping into summer savings good. And the hottest selection in town good. Right now, take up to $82.50 off the new half-ton Silverado. Or up to $6,500 off and financing as low as 1.9%. Also, shop our large pre-owned selection backed by the Lander's Advantage. So feel good all summer long. And shop Lander Chevrolet of Norman and LanderChevroletNorman.com. Find new roads. Must find it More at underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you the sour of the rush. Tyler McComas, Teddy, Teddy Lehman. Let it be known how the text line feels if any former player wants to help Muleshoe huh. recruit at USC. Um, it basically says, yeah, OU fans would absolutely annihilate any alum who recruited for Muleshoe, Baker included, says the texture in the 580. Yeah, th- yeah, if that ever got out, that would not be Some good. were even upset about him uh, meeting up with him after the L.A. Rams game earlier this year that Baker played in. Remember that photo that, that got oh, out? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Baker's been put in a in a really tough spot. He really has deal. been put in a, <laughs> in a tough spot. Yeah, it's like, Coach. Hey, uh, man, I'd love to help you, but uh, you know what? Nine one eight says, "What the hell has Jumbo done except for one year at FSU? Nothing. Well, hey, hey, twenty twenty, we want us to COVID Orange Bowl over uh, North Carolina out there. That's what we did. Right, we did win a COVID Orange Bowl. Yeah, uh, he hadn't done a whole lot. We'll see. Hey." They've recruited well. I think if you get the right player at quarterback, uh, a lot can happen. I just – it doesn't – I don't know. That's a, that's a lot of people – I mean, they've gone through a lot of quarterbacks and can't find the right one. And I know they've got some highly recruited guys there. I, I'll have to see it to believe it that they can have a difference maker. Because, really, they haven't done anything since they had a difference and maker that, quarterback. And, dude, that is the situation that A&M is in for me. I'll believe it when I see it. Same thing with Texas. Same thing with some other programs. Like, if you've been hyped up for this long and have been average most years, dude, okay, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, I won't believe it otherwise. Before though. we hit a timeout, I see a text there at the top. Modelo is owned by Anheuser-Busch, right? Incorrect. Modelo... Pacifico, Corona, Corona Extra, those are owned by Constellation Brands for the United States distributorship. The distributorship elsewhere, like in Mexico, is owned by Anheuser-Busch. But within the United States, that is Constellation Brands. Who brings us Pacifico, right? Got any other beer questions? Text yeah. line? This guy will get you, apparently. Right, quick time out. we got the final hour next. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live.